0: intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by ten thousand or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only one year of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 365-364-0714 thank you hey it's chris safety dog here who do we have on this week's show well, we have none other than me. All right. Back in episode um, 15, we are going to be we back in episode 14. I'm sorry. We talked about the insurance problem that we have here in North America and do understand it is a North American wide issue. And back in episode 14, the only other episode I did without a guest. I talked about the why, and I think that's really important what the why is, but we talked about the why there. So we're not going to be talking about the why today. What I want to talk about here today is how to get your insurance renewal. All right. So there's basically this episode is going to have two topics. It's all about getting your insurance renewal, as well as what to do if you don't get an insurance renewal. So what to do, how to get your insurance renewal and what to do if you don't get offered an insurance renewal. So that's what we're talking about today and let's get right into it. Welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. When it comes to trucking safety, the dog is on it. Well, what do we do on this show? I get to talk to some of the most influential trucking executives in our industry so that we can pick up new tips and tricks to use in our everyday businesses. So with that, let's get on with the show. All right. How to get an insurance renewal. This is so important. This has become absolute necessity that you, the trucking company owners and safety people hone right in and work diligently to get your safety or sorry, your insurance renewal done. As soon as you renew this year's insurance, the work starts for next year's renewal. This is not something that you can think about 30 days, 40 days, 60 days, or even 90 days before insurance renewal. It starts today. You really need to be working on your insurance renewal today. If it's a year away, because that's how long it's going to take you to get prepared, All right. First thing up oh, there, let's go back. All right. First thing I want you to think about your insurance broker. You need to have a trucking insurance broker. That is a specialist. All right. A trucking insurance specialist broker. There are many insurance brokers out there. Almost anyone who sells car insurance can provide you with a trucking insurance. They may not be your best choice you really need somebody who has a a lot of experience helping other trucking companies like yours. Yes. I know sometimes you don't want to use the same people that your competitors are using, but in this case, it is my best advice. You really need to work with your insurance broker, who is a trucking specialist. They can work with you. And they can help you. They can point you in the right direction in many of the areas that are really, really important. All right. So your trucking insurance broker, you really need to be working with them. When the insurance company is looking at your renewal, they are looking basically at three things, your losses, your safety department and your safety scores. So losses are obviously very important to an insurance company safety and the whole department. And we're going to get deeply into that and your safety scores. So just remember that you need to know that your losses must be below 65%. So somebody at your business needs to be calculating your loss ratio. uh, I think every quarter uh, quarterly, you need to be calculating your loss ratio. Well, how is a loss ratio count calculated? It is simply your losses divided by your premium. So if you had $50,000 in losses and you paid your insurance company, hundred thousand dollars in premium, well, 50 divided by 100 would be a 50% loss ratio. That's a very simple example. Now, most insurance companies, will calculate your loss ratio based on the current term, a three-year term, and even some goes back far back as five years of loss ratio. So somebody within your organization needs to be calculating that very same thing, because this is the very first way the insurance companies are looking at you. And just because you have a loss ratio that is less than 65%, does that guarantee you insurance renewal? Absolutely not. Okay. And the reason I say that I'm working with a client right now who has a 30% loss ratio over the last several years and about a 30% loss ratio for the most current term. And they're being non renewed. So please, you've got to be calculating this. This is only the first step in how to do it all. All right. So uh, just to recap so far, You've got your trucking insurance broker is hugely important. And then your losses and your loss ratio must be less than 65% uh, for the current term, three years and the past five years. What's next? Well, your scores, your safety scores, your SMS, if you go to the States or your national safety code, if you're here in Canada, In Ontario, they call that the CVR score. I don't care what you call it, but you've got to be paying attention to these scores because the insurance company sure as heck is paying attention to these scores. These scores can make you uninsurable and it doesn't matter what your losses are like. All three of these components. Remember I said uh, the, um, the loss ratio, the safety scores in your safety department. Any one of these components can make you uninsurable. So you've got to work on all three of them all at the same time, but you've got to be paying attention to your safety scores. You've got to be analyzing your safety scores, doing a deep, deep dive on your safety scores. If one thing is out of whack on your safety scores, why? Because what you've got to be ready to answer when that insurance fella comes in from, or the safety fella from the insurance company comes in and they say, well, look at your, you've got an alert in your SMS or your uh, safe national safety code is high in this area. What they want to hear is what the heck you've been doing about it and why this is not going to be the same thing in the future. So what did you do about it? Well, you've got to, you must have analyzed it and put procedures and practices in place already long before the safety guy comes in so that you can show a downward trend, trend already, right? This is hugely important to you and your future. So be analyzing your safety scores and uh, put action in place to control them. All right. So now let's get into the safety department. When this insurance people come in, they are going to look at your safety department and who is it in your safety department? How many people are in it compared to the rest of the company? Do they have the authority to execute properly? Do they have the experience to execute properly? All right. So let's go through a few of those points here. Uh, in the safety department, they're going to be asking you for your policy and procedure manual. Every trucking company needs to have a policy and procedure manual, and it needs to be covering all kinds of things. Um, Speed limits, load securement, uh, hours of work. Uh, The fact that the truck drivers need to do a vehicle inspection every day. All right you've got to have policies and procedures as well. And a big one in there is a discipline policy. If you don't have a discipline policy, you need to add it. All right. And it should be a one, two, three, four out the door. Uh, So what am I saying? You need to have a discipline policy that goes something like, Hey, your first uh, violation is a written warning. Your second violation is a written, sorry, your first violation is a verbal warning, your second violation is a written warning, your third is a suspension, and your fourth uh, for the same or similar violation, you're, excuse me, you're out the door. So you have to have a one, two, three, four. I also would encourage you to put the wording in something like the same or similar violation and put a time frame in that. Um, either 24 months or 36 months, Uh, 24 months, because that's how long it stays on the national safety code uh, or the SMS scores or 36 months, because that's how long it stays on the driver's personal abstract. So uh, I like 36, it it holds the drivers to account um, for a longer period of time. And I like that, but you need policies. And by the way, a policy that's missing a lot right now uh, for trucking companies is a social media policy. You want to have a social media policy because you don't want some driver um, going crazy on Facebook or YouTube or something and inadvertently getting the logo of your shipper or your receiver in the background, you know, as the driver is complaining that, Hey, once again, I'm waiting five or six hours to get offloaded at this place. I won't mention their names, but, and then they see the logo in the background. Well, they may as well have mentioned their name and you're going to lose a customer. So so you need policies, you need written, documented procedures, please written documented procedures for almost everything. Um, One of the big ones that the uh, auditors from the uh, States or the provinces look for is how are the defects communicated when found by a driver doing their vehicle inspection how are they communicated to the company so that the defect gets fixed before the next dispatch, being a minor defect? Or, of course, if you're on the road, uh, how does it get fixed before you move the truck if it is a major defect? All right. So, uh, procedures, you need that in writing. Um, your hiring documentation. Hiring, hiring, hiring. You've always, you've heard the the expression that we hire our own problems. Well, that is, of course, is true. So the insurance company certainly wants you to have a written document on your hiring standards. So this is where you would say, Hey, I only hire people with 50 years of the trucking experience. Um, Of course, that's, uh, I'm joking, but you need to have your Documentation of years of experience. How many points or violations on their MVR will you accept? And you need to, if you're a US bound carrier or a US carrier, you need to be looking at PSP reports. And how many violations or bad inspections on a PSP report are you going to accept? So uh, you really need to have years of experience, points on their license and bad inspections, uh, I think all need to be included in your hiring policy. Then next up is the orientation. So once you hire people, oh, sorry, let's go back to the hiring policy for one second. You often, sorry, not often, you sometimes make exceptions to that hiring policy. So part of your hiring policy is going to be your exception. When you make an exception, How are you going to bring that person on board? So every insurance company that I know of will allow most trucking companies. Yes, believe this or not. Most trucking companies can hire brand new out of school truck drivers. What the insurance company wants to know is what is your finishing program? So this would be an exception to your hiring policy and you need to have a complete documented finishing program. And if you hire somebody with less than the qualifications that you've stated in your hiring policy, then you need to have a finishing program for that driver. Well-documented and as well as who is your trainer? Yes. Who is your trainer and what makes that driver qualified to be a trainer? So several items there, but you need to do that. And you also, in my opinion, should state that there will be no more than blank percentage of exceptions. No insurance company wants to hire. uh, You know, if you have a great hiring policy, three years and very high standards, but they find out that 60% of your drivers that you hire are all exceptions. No insurance company is going to insure you. So what you would need to do is have that as a very low ratio, 10% perhaps. Uh, 15% max. All right. So you need a hiring ratio there and state it and then show the insurance company that you are also tracking it so that they have confidence in your number. So moving on to hiring orientation, once you've hired the driver, let's bring them on board. How do you do that? Have this well-documented, have all the topics that you cover in your new hire orientation on a checklist. And the trainer and the trainee are all going to sign off on this. Um, So you need to be covering your policy and procedure manual, how to communicate with dispatch. When does the driver get paid? Answer as many questions for the driver as possible. A lot of companies because of COVID have moved this online or a good majority of it online. And if you're using good software, this is going to help you document the online training orientation process. So that's awesome. Uh, But do that. So the orientation, um, and then we have ongoing training. Every insurance company wants to know what you're doing about ongoing training and today's world. I don't believe having one driver meeting a year in person really is ongoing training. And for those of you who say, well, uh, there's no law that says I have to have ongoing training. Yes, there is Uh, Canada labor code, the uh, provincial labor codes, the state labor codes all say that you have to have ongoing training. So you really need to be training your drivers ongoing. What that means is up to you. Does that mean weekly, daily, monthly, quarterly? I believe monthly is sufficient, especially today when we have so many great programs out there that you can do online driver training with great documentation. And again, I keep saying the word documentation, please understand you need to document, document, document everything that you do. And you need to be able to prove to the insurance company that you are doing it because one day should a bad situation come up, the insurance company needs to be able to prove to the prosecuting attorney in court, in other words, that you were doing all this stuff. And so that's why it's so important that you document, document, document your safety scores. I already mentioned that you should be analyzing these and looking at them very, very carefully um, every month, minimum every month and analyzing them. If something gets out of line, what happened? I'm a firm believer that every violation on your safety score, needs to have a reaction from the safety department. So there needs to be a letter of discipline goes out to the driver for every violation and training for every violation. Um, If it's a maintenance item, then you should be writing letters or documentation to the maintenance department saying we've got to sharpen up on this area. And of course, for every score, everything that happens on your safety scores, you need to document what it is that you did, who you wrote the letter to and any training that was needed uh, or determined to be needed by you and then given to the person. And then this could be, when I say person, it could be a dispatcher needs to be training if they force the driver to work over hours or something. Um, It could be a maintenance personnel uh, breaks out of adjustment. Why are we getting so many breaks out of adjustment? Yes, I know the driver is supposed to be doing a vehicle inspection, um, but are the drivers doing vehicle inspection. So in that case, you may be training the driver on how to do a proper vehicle inspection as well as training the mechanic um, to do a better vehicle um, inspection when they're doing it so that you can get uh, that score down. So um, safety scores are really important crashes. You really need to be analyzing your crashes. And again, this all comes back to the loss ratio, but you need to be documenting and analyzing your crashes your your collisions and putting this all in a file, uh, including the hours of service. I know most of us are using ELDs today, but you need to be printing at least two weeks of logbooks off that ELD system. Most ELD systems only keep. The logbook history for six months because that's what's required by law. But if you have a crash, you better keep it for years. And before you destroy it, if it's a serious crash, speak to your lawyer because you don't want to be accused of destroying evidence. So your crashes. So you need great collision files. Um, you need you know the driver documentation, the hours of service, uh, the pictures from the crash, the driver interview from the crash, uh, any information you can get from your insurance provider, as well as the road conditions. The pictures are worth a thousand words, pictures of the pavement, the markings, On a serious crash. You are going to have a professional, your insurance provider is going to send a professional out there to take pictures. If it's a serious crash, if it's not a serious crash, you've got to take it seriously and do great documentation and delve deep into how did this crash happen and how am I going to prevent a future crash so that's the whole thing there uh driver files, my God, the insurance companies uh dig into driver files you need to be document 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 all right and uh, on this week's uh safety dog live that I did on monday um that was uh what was that, the 7th, maybe the 7th or 8th of September. If you want to go back and watch that, I talked about the most common errors that I see on driver application forms. When the insurance com- guy comes in, these the safety guy, and they look at a driver file, they don't want to see all of these mistakes. It's critical that the application form be completed properly. It's critical that you have a great road test and the road test should take hours, not minutes. And you, the references need to be done as well as drug testing references. And of course, PSP, uh, pre-employment screening program out of the U S needs to be done as well. So uh, document your driver files and of course hours of service. A lot of companies that I'm going into now, uh, they are using ELDs. And when I ask, well, who's auditing the ELDs, I get a funny look because for some reason, all of a sudden everybody thinks or many companies think they don't need to be supervising the hours of service Well, the ELDs still allow you to break the law. They don't stop you from breaking the law and you've got to be managing that. So Again, the insurance company safety person is going to ask you, how are you managing your safety? How are you managing your hours of service? So that's really important Um, maintenance and a maintenance statement. So you need great maintenance records and you need a maintenance statement. I service my trucks every blank. And then what needs to be in the maintenance file? So the safety company or sorry, the safety insurance provider Uh, is going to come in and they are going to audit your maintenance and your maintenance statement. So really important there. Um, So that's what to do to ensure that you get an insurance renewal, right? So that was a a long gap. What happens if you didn't get an insurance renewal? Well, if you don't get an insurance quote, uh, you better start auditing the process. Uh, Talk to your broker. Perhaps you're going to hire somebody like a safety consultant to come in and assist you. And again, talking to your insurance broker can help because they're the insurance brokers job. In this case, now they really need to be able to sell your company. And a critical piece of that salesmanship is the safety consultant that you hire or your safety department. So, Really speak to your insurance broker. Make sure you get a safety consultant on your side who is well respected by the insurance industry. All right. There's many of them. All right. But make sure you speak to your trucking insurance specialist broker about hiring consultant and make sure that consultant is well respected. All right. And have that consultant do an audit and go through everything make sure they are an outsider. You want them to be an outsider, not associated with your company. This gives more credibility and it shows the insurance company that you're going the extra mile. Again, speak to your insurance broker. That is hugely important. And uh, you know, facility is no option. Right now, as I'm taping this, The, the facility insurance market is going crazy. And I know there's loopholes in it at the moment, those loopholes, by the way, are being closed or are being at least addressed. And it's going to going to be much more difficult to take advantage of any loopholes that are in the facility market. Uh, Right now, the last time I checked a facility for a trucking company that was going to the States, um, the rates are just unbelievable out of this world. And when I say that I've heard of 50 to $70,000 per unit per year. Unbelievable, unmanageable. It will put you out of business in a very short time. So facility is no option. Get your house in order today in order to have a long-term prospect of keeping your company viable, feeding everybody that you are um, associated with. So the last thing I would say is get help, reach out, use your insurance broker, use your safety consultant, reach out. You've got to do something. So just to recap, make sure you are working with your trucking insurance specialist broker And they're going to help you and guide you along the way. And insurance renewal starts the day after you have completed this year's renewal. It takes a long time to make these changes in house and you need to start today. All right. So that's it for this week. Uh, Next week's guest is coming up. We're doing the taping later this week. So with that, I will say safety dogs out. I Hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate your time. And join us again next week for another exciting interview.